You're tuned into the Self-Love Podcast by Love Madden with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us weekly for a dose of good healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. What it do? We're back. We are. What's been up? What's been up? Um, I'm getting ready to, I don't know when this is going to air, but the marathon of all of the like family birthday activities. Uh. So the baby's birthday, my birthday, husband's birthday. Excuse me. Hello. Your, your birthday. I mean, that was so rude. You just <laughs> skipped over me like I was like a piece of trash. One of our other good girlfriends is turning 40 this year, so she's having something a couple Ooh, days before yeah. me. Mahi. Oh, Mahi. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mean right. Yeah, no. She's, yeah, it's just a it's just yeah. um nonstop and then I'm in my cousin's wedding and so um, oh yeah, like I the have spring summer her, marathon. Yeah, the her bachelorette party, bridal shower, the wedding itself. It's like every week, March, April, May are just packed and stacked. Packed and stacked. All right, well. Yeah, last episode I talked about creating margin and here we are. With no <laughs> You're gonna have to wait until with no margin next fall for your margin. No, I'm not wishing no, that. This on is you. gonna be the summer of margin. Oh, the summer of margin. I okay. just made that up. Girl, and you got all the things happening in the <laughs> summer. Like, I'm like, when is the margin coming? I'm going to create it. Okay. I need to create some margin in my bank account, too. So, hey, so <laughs> I was going to use this as um one of my love it or leave it. Well, then let's, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No. I was going to say, let's go ahead. <laughs> no, but um, one of the things that I loved about the Chris Rock uh, comedy special, but this mm-hmm. is not my love it or leave it. I'm just piggybacking off of Maggie's. Um, was the fact that he was like, when you get older, what you are looking for a man to provide you is like totally different. He was like, when you date a 25 year old, she just wants shoes. When you date like a 40 and up woman, she wants roofs and bathroom <laughs> renovations. And I was like, Chris, water heaters. And- I feel you on this. <laughs> exactly okay. What I need. Hey, my landscaping bill. I need some flowers, <laughs> some plants, some trees. I mean, I can, um, I can get shoes on my own. Boo-boo. Yeah, I can get shoes. Now, Did you ever get that laundry door um, installed? The laundry door is on order. It's oh, a custom. So it takes two months. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. I'm like, damn. But hopefully um, it should be in by like May, June. Well, good. We're making progress. Girl, we it'd are been, making progress. It would have been nice to have a, a man to just peel off a couple for the laundry door. Y'all, okay. <laughs> now, I'm not going to get into my bank account too deep. But <laughs> y'all want to know how much that laundry door was? The custom one was higher, right? Yeah. And I didn't even, I couldn't even get exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. The door that I wanted, just, this is a laundry door, you guys, $1,200. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just a regular door An interior with like do- right. a, paint, a window pane that I wanted opaque. So like you couldn't see through it. $1,200. And that didn't even include installation. Not, I, no. I that thought was when you the said 1200 I thought that was with them hanging it. No. Now that's ridiculous. 
So I gladly got a six hundred dollar door. We gonna buy the frosting. We gonna buy the frosting. The, the, I'm the gonna contact get, paper. Contact paper <laughs> with the squeegee. One of our um, friends is an interior de- designer and gave me a all um, an alternative mm-hmm. uh, for it. But yeah, if that or if her alternative doesn't work, then I'm going to have to get my cousin who's a tent man and just get him some yeah. some film to and put press on the them door. bubbles out yeah. period like y'all outside <laughs> i mean we we've always said so this, this is inside ain't no damn oh, outside <laughs> but in your laundry room is expensive <laughs> we haven't even a step foot outside and it's expensive and I'm going to just tell y'all, I mean, so this is like the blessing and curse of buying like an older home. Mm-hmm. So this home was built like in the 70s. The laundry room. No, honestly, I'll just be honest with y'all. There are a lot of rooms that don't have doors. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what in the hell? Mm-hmm. Where are the doors? I think it was just the people's preference, too, because some of them have hinges. Like it was a door there and they wanted it. I think that, yeah. I, just to open it all. Closets and everything. Just stuff just hanging weird. all out. And here I'm thinking like, oh, this is the, the naivety. Naivety. Is that a word? I don't even know. Whatever. Naivete. Whatever. I of it know. all. That could be wrong. The thing <laughs> is, I thought these doors would be like $200. That's what I thought. You know, three. I'm going to just go get me a regular door or whatever. Nah. Almost all of the openings in the home are like not. Not standard. Not standard. Size. And that's the problem. And that's the problem. So, if you want a little home buyer 101 <laughs> tip after the fact. <laughs> Measure the damn doors. Like, nah. <laughs> and, you but know, it's, windows it's, are like that, too. Pay attention to the details. Mm, blinds. Yeah. Anything that's not standard, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. And that was another thing. I had, like, the windows upstairs are standard size. The windows, like, on that, on the first level are longer. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That's it. So. Yeah. But let me get into my. Love it. Actually, this or, is a love it slash leave it what does that even mean you got two things no it's the same thing okay what, but i just break have like a what, what do you love, love hate relationship slash a little bit of hate relationship with it okay so i haven't been wanting to do my hair mm-hmm. so i was like oh <laughs> i am going to i had this wig that i really liked the way that the wig like was cut and looked and the color and all that so i was like i'm gonna start wearing this wig which i love like it's a quick alternative you know i don't I work from home, so I don't even go out the house that often. If mm-hmm. I have a meeting, I slap it on my head. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm in here with these straight backs, and it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you in here with the Iversons. Yes, and I'm, and I'm fine with it because it's just me looking at me, and mm-hmm. it's all love. Now, what I'm kind of not liking about it is mm-hmm. that how do y'all live with, like, because I kind of feel like I can feel something on my head, mm-hmm. you know? And I know women who are wearing these joints like Every it's day. their standard. We've never seen their and hair. And I'm like, yeah, dog, how thing. are you doing this? I feel like, especially in the summertime, y'all can. I don't even know how y'all how would be wearing it. it in the summertime. I'm gonna. I'm about to get me a glueless lace front, and um, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. It's supposed to be like breathable, but right now I have a headband wig. And that joint be sliding. That's so I can't do it. I cannot be walking down the street and my wig is back here. And I don't know if it's my hair, my hair texture, because it's kind of silky in the front. I can't get the comb secure. It got combs. It has straps. It has everything. And it'd be sliding halfway back down my head. Yeah. I don't have the confidence yet to wear it to anything but a Zoom call. I wore it when we went out that (laughs) night. (laughs) 
girl tugging the whole and, night and that's kind of me like the other day i went out and i had i was like mm, i don't know if this is looking like the way i needed to so i put a little hat on it and it mm-hmm. looked cute but yeah the hat would that that will give you what yeah, you need that'll give you what you need now they got the hair in the hat that you put I the know. hat on and the hair is already in there <laughs> Yeah. Not a bad idea. So I am loving the flexibility. I love that for you. Of the wig, but I'm not really understanding how y'all do this on a regular basis. And I feel like my head is big. So like, I'm like, this wig cap, I feel like the wig cap be, be sliding. sliding. That's what I'm saying. The braids are good. Do you have combs in that? The braids are yeah. good because the combs, you can get it up get in it the up braid. In there, yeah. But I just had my hair back in a bun and it was slick. The cap was slick. The band was, everything was just slipping back. The braids, I think, give you the security. You don't have to worry yeah, about that. You don't have to worry about that. But, yeah, I, I have a big head, so I'm always a little like, oh, my God, what? Your hair is going to be, it's already flourishing, but it's going to be super flourishing if you have it in braids and you're just taking it out to wash, condition, and not put heat to I, it. I'm, I'm going to just tell you, I don't need no more flourishing. Yeah, your hair is flourishing. Okay. Now, if these edges would flourish, that would be better because my edges are thinning. And I wish we could control like where we where our hair grows because don't we all <laughs> my eyebrows I have legit and I got my eyebrows done in maybe like two and a half months mm-hmm. and the, they're not growing where they need to grow mm-hmm. ain't that how it be and I said okay I'm gonna wait but I- that leg hair is probably <laughs> on a thousand exactly <laughs> okay so uh, but anyway. Yeah, if we could target where our hair grows and where our fat goes, life would be so splendid. Yeah, it would be perfect. So splendid. But here we are. Here we are. All right, I have a love it. Oh, wait, um, you didn't go? No. We're talking about your wig. True. <laughs> Speaking of where our fat goes, my love it is about undergarments. Oh. I found a company online called Cup C. U-U-P, instead of C-U-P, it's two U's. The U's look like boobs in the logo. Oh. It's it's cute. So they're, like, supportive yet um, comfortable. They're not, like, super supportive. They're kind of made for just, like, the everyday sort of T-shirt bra or just, like, you know, just everyday bra. Probably not the best choice for if you're trying to be, like, snatched or whatever. But I just love them because the times that I need to be in a strapless or be super snatched Mm -hmm. are few and far between. I Mm -hmm. just need stuff to just wear that doesn't feel like I'm wearing, Mm -hmm. you know, a bra. bra. Um, So even their underwires are just designed in such a way that you have support, but it's just, like, it feels... Feels natural. Feels natural. Feels very Feels relaxed. Bear or like, what do they call it? Exactly. Next yeah, next to bear, but also not bear like you're swinging around. Like you, you, it's, you know. Clearly. Exactly. So I love their demi cup. They have like four different styles, okay. but I love the demi cup in the sheer because they have the sheer or satin. Oh, sheer. Yeah, and they're sexy. They, they, they look nice. Mm. My husband was like, wow, nice bra. Actually, did I tell you guys about this shade, his shady, um, Stocking stuffer he gave me. No. (laughs) He gave me like a bunch of gift cards in my stocking for Christmas. And one of them was for Victoria's Secret. Um, Mm. And he made, he added a note like, don't go buy lingerie. This is just to refresh your, (laughs) your day to day. (laughs) Them joints are not giving. (laughs) So he's like, if you could just go buy you just some dip, just some cotton paint, whatever you want to do, just get rid of the ones you have. Please don't go spend this money on some lingerie you can wear once a year. Oh, 
please he said, upgrade please, he your day to day. He said, please refresh your underwear drawer. But that's a good, a good like little point because even um, for me, I feel like when I have just day to day bra sets that I'm wearing, yeah, but the ones that are a little bit more sexy, you feel like a little bit more like you feel just for the day. Yeah, I agree. So I also love their underwear. Okay, they have a couple of different cuts. I like the high waisted. Girl, that's what I'm all on high waisted. I love that because I'm wearing high waisted jeans Jeans. anyway. So why have like a brief or a bikini cut so my fupa can be hanging over or cut in between the the lower, yeah, the lower abdomen (laughs) is just hanging down and then it's uncomfortable and you pulling it up. I love the high waisted. It's not like grandma high, but it's a good. It comes, Mm -hmm. yeah, and you just feel tucked in. But the back is still a little bit cheeky, so it's not giving like full coverage. Not giving grandma bloomer brief, it's giving right? It's giving little cheek. His mama is giving <laughs> high cut thigh, so we're getting the hip. But my my kangaroo pouch is tucked in securely, and I feel sexier. Yeah. So even if I'm getting dressed. I'm just looking at myself feeling sexy yeah. and he is happy that I have removed, gotten rid of. So I didn't end up using the Victoria's Secret because I, I love cup. So I'll use that for for something. Yeah. But swim um, or whatever. Yeah. Swimwear or. Sleepwear. Yeah. Or I'll need more underwear at some point. Well, that's sleepwear. True. That's a good one. I like their sleepwear and it did be pricey sometimes. Yeah. I, I'm all about and I actually said I wanted to do this for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Just refresh my night. Uh, Me too. Attire. Yeah, I've actually done that. Mm. I've done a nighttime refresh, but I did it for my winter mm. um, pajamas and night clothes. So now I'm going to need to do it for like spring, summer. But yeah. it's giving coordinated. It's giving cozy. Yeah. I look cute. I feel cute. It's not like, you know, the... <laughs> The breast cancer walk t-shirt from 2013. You know, it's like. <laughs> I was just thinking about my Oxford Hill shirt from 1999 that I still have and will wear on occasion um, to bed. So. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's a good one. Sleep is a good recommendation for the gift card. Yeah. All right. Now it's time to set the table. Okay, guys. We are on the letter Q. And the word of the week is, it's not that many words, y'all. So you probably guessed it. Quiet. Quiet. Not, not that many Q words. When I got to the end of the alphabet, I was rolling A, B, C, D, E, F. When I got to Q, X, Y, Z, yeah, it started getting tricky. Tricky. Yeah, but the word of the week is quiet. As you guys know, if you've listened before, if you don't, we um, are doing a weekly word in this series. You can find the full series at my blog, lovemadden.com. Um, but here's what I had to say on the blog. The word, the word of the week is quiet, but I'm really talking about quiet time. But since it's a word, we I just you. did the one. I'm we just giving you. a little caveat just in case okay. people needed to, you know, understand what, was, <laughs> what we was discussing. Quiet time restores our overtaxed nervous systems. It conserves and sustains our energy and conditions our brains to adapt to the complex environments and situations that we navigate each day. Quiet time allows for creative thinking and daydreaming activating parts of the brain that we use less and less as we grow older. Quiet time sets the stage for mindfulness, allowing us to better recognize and appreciate the present. Quiet time makes way for self-reflection, self-connection, and our daily practice of self-love. Anything we practice as an act of self-love should be done holistically, including our quiet time. As described in the weekly word on love, we were created in God's image and we should love ourselves as we are commanded to love our God. 
with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and our strength. So I'm going to talk about quiet time from each one of those perspectives. Mm-hmm. Heart. We know that the heart can be deceitful, stirring up feelings of unworthiness, comparison, or jealousy. In these cases, emotional quiet time means disconnecting from our triggers. Consider taking a break or regular breaks from social media, news outlets, things of that nature, and further disconnect yourself from environments and or relationships that may cause your heart to stumble. Soul. Quiet time for the soul should include time to commune with and become one with God. Quiet time in the spiritual sense may include Bible study, prayer, or any other time that allows us to unplug from the world and reconnect with the Lord. Mind. Sometimes referred to as a brain break, quieting the mind is an intentional practice of stopping the rumination that occupies our brains. Interrupting that stream of thoughts could look like a grounding exercise, deep breathing, or guided meditations that instruct us to simply observe rather than engage with or judge our thoughts. Strength. Quieting our physical body often means stillness, sleep, or rest, but it could also include a focus on mindful and intentional movement versus some of the rote and repetitive movements that we make without even thinking about them. Consider incorporating forms of active rest like walking or deep stretches that ease tension in the body. Love, Lattice. For the people who um, (laughs) have not frequented the def- um the dictionary that often mm-hmm. can you define rote yeah like routine okay that's what mm-hmm. i thought so mm-hmm. when i <laughs> when i was reading this did i say earlier, did i use it wrong i mean no oh. I, but i thought <laughs> when i read the blog mm-hmm. that it was a typo oh and not a word oh. but i thought it was routine so i just wanted to make sure that i was on the right track Let that it was get, and my, marcus is wrote <laughs> like wrote tasks yeah okay okay I, like i said I, sometimes people try to jump out there meaning me and use words <laughs> and then now i'm second guessing myself I, mean, I just hadn't heard it so i was like i had to i didn't i didn't go to the dictionary yes wrote mechanical or habitual repetition of something to be learned so like if yeah. you like when they talk okay. about like working on assembly line it's just rote tasks of just moving stuff and you're not thinking Thinking about it, it's not mindful. Okay, all right, cool. Expand me beyond the Fisher Price dictionary, (laughs) y'all, because you know she she went on me about them Fisher Price prayers. You gonna bring bring, she brings that up all the time. Let me take this opportunity to say I'm sorry. (laughs) Because <laughs> I just like to use it as um, you brought as it up. Content. You brought it up off the podcast. I did too. In, in the DMs. <laughs> I'm sorry that I said that, friend. <laughs> She was like, here's an example of the Fisher Price <laughs> prayers that you I was like, when did I say that? I just <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. <laughs> it, it wasn't that deep, but um Yeah, wrote tasks. Wrote tasks. Add okay. it to the Add it to the vocabulary bank. That's exactly. why we're here. Exactly. To learn. To learn, yes. All right. So with that, let's dig in. Dig in. Yummy. All right. So Maddie, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little bit more specific. In okay. this season, mm-hmm. what does quiet time mean to you? The mind one, the one I did in the passage where I was talking about the heart, soul, mind, and strength. For me, it's the mind. Literally from the moment I open my eyes, my mind is going full speed. It's not like 
ramping up or, you know, like increasing with the day. It's just, I feel like I'm just jumping into a moving stream and I'm like, this is not right. I have not, I have not always been like this. This is part of the thing that I told you I'm reengaging in therapy because I'm like, what, why, why is my mind always racing? The good thing is the blessing for me, because I know a lot of people who are like super anxious Mm -hmm. or have ADHD which I don't know if I have that or not but I'm thinking maybe I do Mm. is they can't quiet their minds at night Mm. one thing about me I'm gonna shut it down (laughs) you know I'm gonna shut it I'm gonna shut it down and go to bed worry about literally in my nighttime prayers I'm like God I'm gonna hand you all these things that are on my mind so you can hold them like I visualize myself like giving it to him when I wake up he'd be like here you go (laughs) And maybe it's changing the prayer, maybe right? I do, maybe I do need to because say. Because if you're saying just hold them while, while I sleep, while I sleep that's well, good. Like, Bam. Yeah, I do. I do. Up. I need to change the way I think about that. Like I need yeah. to find, I need to get back into the practice of like journaling at night, parking them or doing something because it's just going. So for me, quiet time has been about intentionally finding ways and tools and means to quiet my thoughts. Mm-hmm. What about you? So for me, quiet time has just been, I mentioned on the last episode that I have been in a place where I have been very introspective and, um, you know, engaging in self-reflection and things like that. So it's just really taking the time to just be in my thoughts and be comfortable with my thoughts mm-hmm. and um, engaging with my thoughts, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like, you know, we can feel the feel the feeling in the moment and you have to make a choice of what you're going to do with it Mm -hmm. like okay am I just going to feel this and not either go deeper into why I'm feeling this Mm -hmm. way sometimes you know like immediately Mm -hmm. but sometimes I could be sitting there crying and really not have no idea I mean I probably have like a little idea but not like the the layers mm. of why I'm it having could. this emotion. You said on the last episode that you don't have PMS, but maybe you do. That crying. No. <laughs> I mean, okay, so now we're really... <laughs> I mean, and we are, <laughs> you know why you're crying, but sometimes when you typically wouldn't cry over that same trigger and then you do cry over it, it could be related to your hormonal cycle because you're all, not to give all your business, but you're, if you're switching from be, having been on birth control to now like coming back to your regular cycle, the stuff is re-regulating. Yeah. And I was actually telling Maddie, so I was about to go into my own business a little bit. I was like, at one point I thought, I was like, shit, am I going into like pre-menopause? <laughs> so did I. And then after we talked about it, my phone is like on Instagram. It's like perimenopause got you down. Do you, are you having hot sweats? Are you doing this? And I'm like, no, I said it one little time. Right. How to lose the the extra 10 pounds you gain from perimenopause. It's, it's it, my Instagram. I don't know if yours is like this. It is extremely intrusive. I didn't Google it or nothing. Yeah, no, mine is similar. I have not got the menopause joints. You watch. Now that you they said come it, in. I'm probably going to get it. But, um, yeah, I was thinking, like, mm-hmm. there could be some hormonal things going on. But mm-hmm. I also feel like there are some just life things that the are going on. And the combination of the two may or not may or may not be working in my favor. Mm-hmm. So the quiet time is about processing. Processing. Your, so it's, the emo- the, it's like the emotional quiet time, basically. Yes, the yeah. emotional quiet time. Mm-hmm. The soul, like, just trying to... um. Yeah, dig go, go go to the layers because mm-hmm. I, I I mean you know I'm probably like 
two layers down, I really know. But I think there are probably some deep-seated things that I just need to get comfortable with. Mm. I think that's the thing. It's like the acceptance and embracing, you know, Mm -hmm. the journey, your race, my race. You know, I've said, I said it to a young lady the other day, like, run your race. It doesn't matter if you're 20, you're 30, you're 40, like, everybody's time is different. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be struggling to take my own damn advice. Like Mm -hmm. everybody's time is different. Your time could be different. It's, you know, it doesn't have to operate on everybody else's, but that untangling of the feelings and the, the layers. Yeah. It is getting down to the core. Yeah. Is like life changing. That's it. You have to. It, you, you have got to, to get, get down there. to the bottom, right? Get, and I think sometimes we can get like you get tired and weary mm-hmm. of like exploring all the different layers, right? So it's like, okay, I've I've gone three layers deep, I'm and tired. I need a break. But the thing is, instead of picking back up, it's like, all right, let me just go back up. Let me float back up to the surface. Let me float back up, and, and honestly, it's going to rear its ugly head if you don't just get to the root. Well, I think we've mentioned this before. Yep. Deal with that and just get move on, on in there and then and get to the peace. The peace is the reward. That For is, me, that's true. The carrot of doing the work is peace. Is the peace. Because I don't have peace. Back to the mm. racing thoughts. So the thing that I want, the thing that I desire is not necessarily the outcome. Mm. It's the peace with however peace. the outcome goes. That's the real flex. That for me. is now that no. For, it should for be all for everybody. Yes. But it, it was a shift in thinking, in thinking for me. Yeah. I went to see <laughs> my husband corrected me. I, w- I went to see Sarah Jakes Roberts. I did go to see Sarah Jakes Roberts. So what did he say, Pastor? What did no? What did I, I said, oh. oh, I, I, I. So I was going through a really like I told you, mm. I've just been having like two weeks of just despair. Right. I've just been low, and I'm like, I hope Sarah shows up tonight because I need it. He's like, you better hope the Holy Spirit <laughs> shows up tonight. You ain't Thank going to you. see Beyonce. You going to tap into God? He's like, it I could be Sarah. Part, uh, it could be anybody. He said, you better. You hope you can Joe. He's like you putting your hopes and wishes on Sarah you better put your hopes and wishes on the Lord but I really was it was giving like a little bit of like fangirl so I was like I really hope Sarah gives me what I need he's like you better hope God gives you what you need but Sarah and the Lord did give me what I need the Lord through Sarah the Lord through Sarah mm-hmm. through the vessel mm-hmm. and so what she said was I'm bringing it back in guys this is connected is her message was for people who are at rock bottom her message was for people who feel really low. So I'm standing up. I'm like, what is it? Because <laughs> I'm low. I should have been there. I didn't want to spend my $25. It was and... worth it. It was worth it. So what she said was, what comes after a season of getting really low, getting to the bottom wow. of it, doing the work, getting deep down, is a season of establishment. When God is moving you into a season of establishment, you have to start from the bottom. Mm. If you want to establish something, if you want to build something, you start Start from the foundation. You can't start building something from the middle and you certainly can't start from the top. So before Uh. you can establish the new season in your life, you got to get super low. Mm. You have to suffer. You have to struggle. That's when that's what's going to establish the new thing in you is having gone through the suffering, not having not having just kind of floated on the surface of it because he's going to run it back till you get to the bottom of it. And then you build and rebuild from the bottom up. It was just the way she said it was that 
top yeah. notch. Oh, I got I got to send a text when we uh, finish this because I'm supposed to get the cliff note. Get the cliff note. Oh, right. And I she, got right, it yet. Exactly. It was the way she laid that thing out. It was it was because excellent. Just when you're saying it, and I'm mm-hmm. no shade to you, but right. yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you're she no has. Sarah. That's what I said. The messenger matters. That was my point to him. Okay. I got it. I'm no Sarah. No, but you did a a great job. Thank you. But what I was going to say is, I think that is a message for me. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you know, I, I have been floating on the surface and maybe gotten, you know, like I said, one or two layers down, but I feel, I do feel like I got a I'm at a point now where I'm like, gotta go. This gotta, yeah. Something has got to happen to uh, yeah establish a new foundation or like a rebirth or even a renewal of hope i honestly feel like you have to hit rock bottom to get there to get the hope and that it was the uh, the hope revival tour it was about hope so when she went further into her message she talked about i mean she talked about hope in a way that was just so (sighs) it was spot on the gift she's the the anointing to be churchy is on her like the get like she has a gift to talk to a lot of people and talk to just you at the same time Mm -hmm. people who have that gift Mm -hmm. it's something special to be able to harness and to be a messenger in a way that you could be she could be talking to four thousand people and i felt like it was just she was talking directly into what i was experiencing in that season yeah i was listening her to her recently Mm -hmm. and i encourage you all to go um look at a message called glory triggers Mm -hmm. um, that she just preached. And it was basically like, you know, we're always talking about our triggers for trauma, Mm -hmm. right? But there are things that God puts us through and gets us through so that we can be, can be a trigger of his glory Mm -hmm. for other people and for ourselves as well. So it's like, it just was a different spin on the word trigger because normally we think of that in a negative negative connotation, but Yeah. yeah. So it was was really good. The thing about what you were saying, bringing us back to quiet time Mm -hmm. is in order to do that, getting to the bottom, we have to first be still. You have to be still. We can't be ripping and running and moving and podcasting and socializing and doing all the things and get to the bottom. We do those things to avoid being with Mm. our thoughts. We keep ourselves busy. Like I'm like, I'm so busy. I'm doing all these things. I also don't feel comfortable being still and I need to reconcile what is going on that I just don't feel comfortable being still. Even when I'm at home relaxing, I'm like, there's always something that needs to be done. Laundry needs to be folded. Like I said, it's giving unhinged. I'm constantly feeling like I need to be producing something and it's, you know, it's not good. So I'm trying to figure out getting back into the space. And I've talked about this now for three episodes of just reestablishing The quiet time. So this is a timely message for me because I used to be very good at this. Mm -hmm. And I think there was something that happened around the time that I left my full time job to to do business. And then I had another miscarriage and just it's just the busyness. Mm -hmm. So I need to figure out how to get back into the stillness. And this is a, a, um, you know, pivotal time for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, because you're moving into a new decade, Mm -hmm. we're going to be celebrating your 40th birthday. It's just a good time to reestablish, like you said, that foundation, those routines, those rote tasks that you (laughs) talked about. Um, (laughs) It's a good time. Yeah. Finding my rhythm. I, Mm -hmm. I was telling, I don't know who I was telling, but like, I feel like as I move into this new decade, it's like a season finale on like the 30s. The 30s for me were um, hard. Mm-hmm. It was just a hard. It, while I enjoyed a lot of it, 
most of it has this dark cloud mm. of me experiencing and re-experiencing trauma Mm. and processing it, but also not processing some of it, moving forward, moving backward, having good times, having bad times. And, you know, life is like this for everyone. But when I look at that particular decade, it is it is colored by that experience. And so what my husband and I have agreed on is now as we move into the next season we will make peace with that Mm -hmm. and put parameters into place that that will not be our experience in our 40s so my first loss was at 31 Mm -hmm. and at 41 I'm going to be done with that season whether we have a second kid or not it's I'm wrapping it up that's the decision that I have come to because I do not want to continue to prolong this season longer than it needs to be so however it goes is how it goes but like I said the carrot for me is peace that's what I desperately desire that's that's it and you know we've we've talked about it in a um, variety of ways over the past several episodes not Mm -hmm. even just this season but last season as well it's like getting to a place where like the, the the mental peace the sanity like where you're just like okay I'm good with Trusting God for however it plays out. Right. And practicing contentment. Yeah. Having gratitude for the plethora of things that we do have. And sometimes we hone in so much on the thing that we miss what we have. No, that's really good. So I actually thought about that today when I was getting ready. I was like, I am angry Mm -hmm. with God for not allowing me to have my own child. Mm -hmm. Right. But... I was thinking about how one of my friends introduced me to this young lady who was going down a similar path mm-hmm. and, you know, she was successful in getting pregnant mm-hmm. and then tragically she lost her life after delivering her child. Mm-hmm. And I think about like what God was protecting mm-hmm. could have been protecting me from, right? Because I didn't, I didn't know that girl from a can of paint. Mm-hmm. Someone just said, Oh, you should follow this person. Mm-hmm. But I think that is it was like a a story anchor mm-hmm. to help me couch some of the things that we would never even know, expect. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I could have been pregnant now and and have been like super excited mm-hmm. and went through all the stages mm-hmm. and I could have experienced a similar mm. outcome to her. Mm. Right. Mm. But that wasn't God's purpose for me. Mm-hmm. He was he's protecting me from something, whatever, mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. just protection. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's like you just never know why things happen the, the way, way that, that they, they do. do. He is protecting you from peace. something or perhaps he is preparing, preparing you for, for something, something else. Exactly. Maybe you will show up in the life of a child who who lost their mom yeah and who needs a mom and maybe if you had your own in the way that you desired you would not pursue other options for becoming a mom yeah and that connection with that child that God's preparing you for or the child that he's preparing for you may not happen if he didn't redirect or order Order, yeah whatever destiny or fate he had for you. Yes. Exactly. And that's the same story that I tell myself all the time. He can see the whole beginning, the, the end, whole the middle, the whole circle. He can see the heaven and the earth and the, the supernatural and the things that we can't see. Because if we think it's just us walking around for 70, 80 years and that's the end, I think we're fooling ourselves. There's so much that we're not connected to. Like yeah. when people talk about the universe and the metaphysical, 
God is all of those things. All of them. And we have just a limited sliver of what our experience is. And so yeah. I am grateful to be connected to a God, to be connected to the universe in a way yeah. that it, God, the universe can be protecting me, preparing me, caring about me. And I'm just this little blip, blip. amongst all these billions of people, amongst all these of time mm-hmm. um, to, to know that I'm connected with. A supernatural God in such a way. So for you to have the perspective that you gained through this story, yes, but to have the perspective that God is for me, yeah. even in my difficult, in my, in, yeah. my difficulties, mm-hmm. he's working it together for my good. That's what for that, that's what that means. And honestly, I get these revelations mm-hmm. going back to quiet time. Mm-hmm. Yes. In times of stillness. stillness. That's it. All right. Um, we kind of touched on this a little bit, mm-hmm. but Specifically, what role has practicing quiet time played in your journey to healing? It's exactly what we just said. It has allowed me to reconnect with the source. Mm -hmm. Um, It has allowed me to process my own, to reconnect with myself. Yeah. To process my own feelings. Because when we're not quiet or still, we're not even really connected to ourselves. We're just going through, like we said, the road tasks. And that makes me all the better for reconnecting or connecting with others. Yeah. You know, I can't show up for others or even I, you can be with someone and not be with them mm-hmm. because you're not even with yourself. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, people are walking through life depressed, anxious, and they're there and they may even be smiling, but they're not there. Yeah. They're, you're a shell of yourself. Have y'all seen that meme? Well, it's a reel yeah. of the guy dancing to the cu- mm-hmm. and the mirror is, yeah, yeah the mirror is. He's showing how he feels inside. And there are so many of us, especially in this post-apocalyptic, whatever you want to call the pandemic (laughs) that we experienced, Mm -hmm. that are not tapped into our our mental or emotional or spiritual or physical health. So, yeah, yeah, that's I would definitely say just like taking the time to not just tap back into God, but tap back into me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not showing up as this shell of who I really am. I want to show up as my authentic self and that means getting to re- getting to relearn my authentic self when who yes. who is who is she who is she yeah and she evolves like constantly mm-hmm. right so so we're always doing the work somebody yeah. can't say like I was in therapy and then I found it and then I resolved it but life is still going mm-hmm. so maybe you didn't need it for a period of time but maybe you need to tap back in where I can't say that the quiet time I was practicing so diligently two years ago right it helped me to have the tools, but if I'm not doing it right now, that quiet time is not serving me today. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. And yeah, I don't really have much to add because I said I have gotten so many revelations mm-hmm. that have helped me just um, further process my healing mm-hmm. in times of stillness. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you have any advice or key takeaways um, for someone who struggles with being quiet or still, even though that's you? Put it on your schedule. I was most successful when I scheduled it um, because I'm a scheduler. So putting it on my calendar, making it a part of my routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was putting it, prioritizing it, making it at the start of my day. When we try to do something and we've used this analogy endlessly with what we have left over, then we're not going to do it because we don't be having nothing left over. I'd be squeezed dry by the end of the day. Yeah. So for me, it was starting it at the end of my day. Also having physical um, visual cues. Mm. So I have a journal 
This journal I've been trying to come out with forever, y'all. It's still going to happen um, on my desk. And I leave it open mm-hmm. and I put the pen there in the season that I was doing this mm-hmm. so that when I sat down, it would remind me to start so with my quiet time. Mm-hmm. And it has, you know, the simple prompts and the check boxes. So it wasn't like a lot. It's not like full free form journaling, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. just seeing it there and doing three prompts. The prompts are like, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. What are your intentions for the day? Right. And one other thing, I can't remember, that that would just prompt me to like take a moment with myself. And then when I did that, it would also prompt me to, at the same time I was doing a write the word journal, mm-hmm. I, I had a scripture each day and all I had to do was rewrite the scripture, read it and rewrite it. And if yeah. anything came to me in that moment, I would sit with it or write it out. And if it didn't, I've just rewritten it, but it's caused me to stop and pause and start my day with scripture. So the visual triggers whether that's on your calendar or something like a visual cue in your room, your desk, your nightstand, um, and then creating the time for it. It couldn't be first thing when I woke up in the morning for me because it's busy time with the kid and all that. So for me, it had to be as soon as I went to my, something I'm going to do every day, go to my desk. Mm. It might be something on your refrigerator. It might be something on your mirror, brush your teeth, attach it to, I'm going to find it in the show notes, but I listened to a a podcast. My sister always sends me really good podcasts Mm. about habits And one of them is like habit stacking Mm -hmm. and finding a habit that you already have and attaching a habit habit that you want to add to the one you already have. So if your habit is brushing your teeth and then the second one is whatever, drinking a glass of water, then I remember before I brush my teeth, I'm going to drink a full glass of water. So that's what I would do with the cues. Yeah. No, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would just say um, find pockets of quiet time Throughout your day. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, the shower is one of those. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we always talk about mindfulness. Of course, when you're in the shower, you know, thoughts are going to come to mind and your mind might be racing. Um, Sometimes I'm like, how did I even get here? Mm -hmm. Like in my mind, Um, because I'd be thinking about the most random things like Tanil, how did you just Something get here? about the shower <laughs> and I have to like bring my back myself back to mm-hmm. center mm-hmm. so you know just we've talked about this with mindfulness in general when the thought comes acknowledge it and just refocus mm-hmm. but um yeah engage in that quiet time even if it's two minutes in between like zoom meetings if you have a very heavy meeting day or mm-hmm. something like that just like take the time to pause mm. yeah there's that pause again there's that pause yeah. all right if there is one way that you can apply quiet time in your life in the very near future what would that be I'm gonna do what I just said I'm gonna clear off my desk and then I'm gonna open that journal back up it's it's there it's to the side because it's a bunch of stuff on my desk so I'm gonna clear it off open the journal put the pen there And that will serve as my visual cue. So my very near future is setting up the visual cue to get back into the practice. Yeah. And for me, I'm just going to continue to embrace quiet time. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, my schedule lately has just been so like open and free where my weekends, Mm -hmm. I mean, are like, I don't really have anything to do. Like even this past weekend. Saturday was, I could do whatever I wanted to Mm. do. Sunday, pretty much the same thing. And so um, taking full advantage of the times where you do have 
margin Mm -hmm. in your calendar because it it was not always that way for me. Mm -hmm. And maybe that was like you mentioned, um, I think in the previous Mm -hmm. episode around a sign of like trying to avoid Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Um, That's no way to live. Avoidance is always going to just keep showing up. So you might as well sit down, sit still, get with it, get with it, focus Mm -hmm. on it, deal with it and then move on. So that's good. I'm just going to continue to relish in the quiet. I love it. Mm. All right. Anything else you want to share with the people? Nothing from me. Anything from you? No. All right. Let's go into our closing passage and practice. The passage comes from 1 Thessalonians 4 and 11. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Mm. I loved this because I love yeah. the word ambition. Mm. I consider myself ambitious and ambition I'm not, I don't have an ambition to be quiet. (laughs) Right. And I I always say rest is productive. Mm. Um, And I, and I told y'all I'm serious about my rest, but quiet is too. Quiet is productive. Mm. Quiet is an ambition. So make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. That's just a portion of that scripture. Um, The prayer for the week is this, God, thank you for modeling quiet time for us in your word. Thank you for showing up in our quiet time with you. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us and through us when we are quiet enough to hear from you. Help me to be silent. Help me to be calm. Help me to be still. Allow me to discover creativity, inspiration, and wonder in the quiet. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And our practice for the week is this. This week, I will focus on practicing intentional quiet time. I will commit to focusing on my heart, mind, soul, and strength as I do so. All right. That's all. Rest, quiet. Stillness. Stillness. Now, it's about to be my birthday and her birthday. So, so we, we will be turning up. Yeah, there won't then be we'll no get, quiet. But then we'll get quiet. Then we'll find some quiet. We'll set out. our little butts I down. will say I do, I do approach my birthday with... Um, Quiet yes. and stillness and reflection going yes, in. Yes, so yes. we'll get it. We'll get it, but in the midst of it, we will be. Turn up, turn up, turn up. All right. All right. Bye, Bye-bye. guys. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Matt and Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. That's L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.